As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Moda Keel for your Thursday update. Coming up, Jalen Brown had a huge night. The Bucks had a weird one. And Kyle Kuzma hits a game winner for the Wiz. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Jalen Brown scored a season-high 41 points. He also pulled down 12 rebounds and helped the Celtics win their fourth straight game, holding off the visiting Pelicans 125-114. Jason Tatum also had 31 and 10 rebounds. And Mo, what a luxury it must be to have a one-two punch where Jason Tatum, who was you know, likely one or two in the MVP ladder, uh, gets to play second fiddle to your uh, to your Robin, so to speak. 41 points for Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean, Jalen got to go off. Like, he was really focused and locked in and, and was ready to attack. I think this is this is what we've been expecting from these two guys, to be honest. It's not like this is a surprise. Every year, Jalen Brown has added to his game, has gotten better, has improved along the way, and I think this is just the fruit of that that work. And I think, you know, some nights it's going to be Jason Tatum going completely off and Brown kind of playing a little bit of a backseat role. Also, it's funny having 31 points is playing the backseat role <laughs> in that uh, scenario for Jason Tatum. But just in general, though, forget about those two. The Celtics is just a whole. It's They're probably the most complete team in the NBA. And I, I, I don't think there's any way to really kind of look at it. Malcolm Brogdon had a great game, 20 points off the bench, you know, doing just kind of keeping simple stuff going. And I yeah. think you, you're keeping the train moving, too. Yeah. It's just impressive. You and you know Jalen Brown, the way he attacks the basket this season has just been relentless. He was eight of nine from the free throw line. Jason Tatum eight of ten. I mean, when you've got guys with that sort of talent, the ability to hit jumpers the way that they can, but who also can attack, you know, three level scorers, and to have two of them who also guard pretty well, especially Jason Tatum. I mean, that's that's what a luxury. You mentioned Brogdon with twenty off the bench, been struggling a little bit lately, but you know, good to see a good game out of him. Also, Al Horford contributing big, 14 points uh, in the starting lineup for them. And, you know, this is a team that they look like they're back. I mean, this is everything is kind of settling down for them. 
They look clearly like the best team in the East. And on the other side for the Pelicans, hey, listen, you know, we don't do a lot of moral victories, but this is a team that's down two starters. No Zion, no Brandon Ingram. They're 6-4 and four now in the 10 games without both of those guys. Uh, but C.J. McCollum, he, he he did his best to keep them in this as close as he could. 38 points, his fifth straight game with at least 25 points. And, you know, Mo, that guy is scary. And you see, when they have all of their pieces, all those compliments out there with him, they're going to have him in the playoffs with his ability to get his shot off the way that he did in this game. I mean, when he's the only guy out there, he gets 38 points. They're going to be tough to beat in, in any series in the playoffs because of CJ. I mean, they're going to be tough to beat when they're healthy. But that's just the, the real the real question. If it's just CJ out there, they're not going to be tough to beat in the playoff series. And that's the concern you got to worry about with the, the Pelicans with just Zion and Ingram. Like, you know, we have no idea when Ingram's coming back. I haven't heard or seen a report. Maybe I've missed something, but no no real update on that. Zion a couple of weeks, but hamstrings are tough, and that kind of lingers. But more importantly, they stayed afloat. They've been rolling through it. They're getting big minutes from guys. You know, Jonas Valanciunas stepping up. Maybe not tonight. Maybe tonight was, you know, bad night, tough opponent against the Celtics. But the fact they're third in the West, despite these injuries and things like that, and, and you know, just having guys in and out of the lineup really all year, it's a very impressive feat that they've put together. Yeah, they've kind of got a lot of guys secretly, too. You know, Trey Murphy, he had 15 for him. Najee Marshall, who's been great this year, had 18 for him. Um, you know, these guys that they just continue to find, these role players that can plug in and pick up bigger minutes and, and actually perform a little bit. I'd like to see them, you know, win a few more games. They've lost three of their last four. But again, struggling to be healthy. And, you know, they still have a lot of fight in them. Team that doesn't really have a lot of fight in them, Mo, the Chicago Bulls, oh. they drop a tough one to the Wizards thanks to a Kyle Kuzma three-pointer with 5.7 seconds left in the game. Uh, it was right after Zach Levine had just hit a big three to tie the game, Mo. And you're just thinking, listen, you you can't let him get up with three. Come on, we we just got to defend for one possession here. But, Mo, they had a hard time defending for one whole quarter, and it cost them the game. They held the Wizards to 13 points, three of which came on that Kuzma game winner. 13 points in the fourth quarter. But it didn't matter, Mo, because they lost the third 41 to 21. The Chicago Bulls really are just not very good. I thought you were going to uh, say it didn't matter because they only scored 17 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter themselves. You know, I thought that was the other thing. I go, forget about the, the Wizards outscored both teams in the fourth quarter. Their third quarter was better than the entire fourth quarter for both teams, Dave. It was absurd. They were stuck on 97-94 from like the three-minute mark on. Till the last two possessions to the point where I was like, I just want this game to end. 97, and it was two 94. wild shots. They, they hit two wild threes. Zach Levine's three was, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I'm not, it was kind of wild. It was, it was beautiful for Levine. It is criminal coaching from the wizards. And they've seen it from a lot of coaches guard the inbounder. Very simple. Just guard the inbounder. Monty Morris was just standing there, just watching it. Like he was supposed to take away the sideline but really wasn't had any effect on the play. It was a super easy pass for Caruso to hit Levine, and they don't have to pay for it because Kyle Kuzma bailed him out with a hell of a three. That thing was pretty wild. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma might be the modern-day Robert Ori. I mean, he, he needs to maybe get on some championship teams, but he's kind of got that vibe to him. Uh, Zach Levine had 38 points, and that's a big deal. Look, they didn't have DeMar DeRozan in this game. It's the first game that he's missed this season. 
Uh, he has a quad strain, and, and I don't know how how much longer he's going to be out. They can't really afford to have him miss too much time, Mo. And, and that that third quarter was one of the reasons why. Because look, you can look and say forty one points. You can't give that up to the Wizards. You can't give that up, and then only score twenty one and seventeen to finish the game. Thirty eight second half points is just pitiful. So if you're not going to defend, which the Bulls have not shown the ability to defend in key possessions all year long, Mo. You've got to be able to score. So they really need to Rosen to not miss any more time. And this is to, I know it's funny to talk about this loss is going to come back to haunt you early in January, but this is a team that you're fighting a for uh, fighting against for a playing spot. And I think that's the challenge you got at. Like, this is one of those things we might look at it down the road going like, man, the bulls missed the play in and the wizards made it. This might be a big reason why just a game like that. So it's it's brutal. They're going to need DeRozan to get back and get out there healthy soon enough. But also, you can't just let up. They were really good in the first half. And then they just kind of, you know, crapped the bed in the second half, offensively and defensively. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In Atlanta, kind of a weird game for the Milwaukee Bucks. They come out with a win, 114-105. But Mo, if I told you that Giannis only had seven points, would you believe that the Bucks won the game? No, I would have assumed the Bucks lost for sure. Like that's no question about it. I feel like that's an obvious issue there. But the uh but Dave, let, let, that wasn't even the weird part of the game for me. The Bucks blowing another big lead in a game. Like this is really becoming a troubling concern. Yeah, they pulled out the W, but the Hawks without Trey Young are still able to come back from down 24 to make this a game. They take a lead late in the fourth quarter and then the Bucks go on a run you know, with, with a couple of big plays, but just, I mean, I know the Chris Middleton, I know the whole thing and all this stuff. Chris Middleton's been out, blah, blah. We all know the same gibberish at this point, but at a certain point, you got to stop making those excuses and start playing. Yeah. Chris Middleton, this was the 34th missed game of the season for him. This is not some new problem that the Bucks are trying to solve. And now you get a night where Drew Holiday is able to pick up the slack, had 27 points, Brooke Lopez, 20 points, 12 rebounds. So you get that sort of performance. But, you know, again, just a cursory glance at the box score and you see Giannis goes three of 10, one of four from the free throw line. And this is just, I think this is a little bit of proof, Mo, that one guy just can't do it himself. And this guy has been putting up 40-20 games at a historic rate. He had 18 rebounds and 10 assists in this game. He was plus yeah. 15 in his 35 minutes. But he he looked... I mean, hesitant to shoot to me. Yeah, and I wonder if it's a question of just fatigue kind of catching up to him. Just a, he, he's tired. 
you know, who 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 knows what that's going to be like. You know, Chris Middleton does help the offense flow a little bit better in the half court. But I'm going to be, I don't want to be all negative. I don't want to be all negative, Dave. I want to give Bucks fans a little something. I was pretty happy with the game we saw from Joe Ingles. You know, I thought he was doing a good job coming off the screens. You know, had a couple of dimes there, had a, had a lob to Giannis, had a, a nice little pass to uh, Lopez after coming off of a pin down. Like, I feel like there's some the stuff there. That you need, because that's another thing they need is just ball handlers, somebody else to kind of relieve that pressure and help create for others. Yeah, and Ingles just getting his legs under him, he can maybe take some of that offensive playmaking role uh, that that they're missing out on with no Chris Middleton. And for the Hawks, man, look, no Trey Young. You mentioned it, Bogdan Bogdanovich with a nice game, twenty-two points, five assists, missed some wide open threes, kind of late where it looked like he just didn't have his legs, but he did play like forty minutes in this game, so I'm not surprised, but. I continue to like the Hawks more when Trey Young isn't on the court, Mo. What is wrong with me? No, nothing's wrong with you. I've said this before. I think this is a, a, a Hawks team that's probably got more juice when they're all playing together and, and, and it's not just watching Trey Young kind of dribble the air out of the ball. And, 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 and Trey Young's an unbelievable talent, all of that you know stuff. But look, yo. John Collins gets more opportunities. Bogdanovich gets more opportunities. DeJounte Murray gets more opportunities. I feel like there's, when you watch Kevin Herter succeed the way he's succeeding in Sacramento, you're you're kind of looking at these other guys on the roster going, like, are they underutilized in the system that they play with, with, with Trey Young's in there? And this is just another example. They showed a lot of fight. They went down early and then showed a lot of fight to get back into this game. Yeah, and we'd be remiss if we didn't point out 54 bench points for the Hawks, and, and Frank Kaminsky had 13 points in only 14 and a half minutes. He was plus 13, instrumental in that comeback. Jalen Johnson had big minutes, 12 points. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, obviously, in that comeback, w- was fantastic off the bench. And that's, if, if I'm looking back at the Bucks, you know, it's the lack of depth. It's the lack of athletes coming off the bench, and I thought that was highlighted in this game tonight. Jalen Johnson, by the way, Man, that guy, can he can fly. He just runs up and down the court like a gazelle. They got a lot of them. They have a lot of gazelles on this team. You know, uh, Clint Capella's not been healthy. It sounds like he might be nearing a return. That's another one of those gazelles that they get going. You know, it's kind of, they have a type, Dave. They have a type. And and quickly, in New York, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bust for us because we were hoping Pacers-Knicks was going to have some compelling on-court action, but no Miles Turner for the Pacers, and their defense just kind of goes out the window in those circumstances. The Knicks win this game, 119-113. Closer final score than the game was. The Knicks led by at one point by 25, but, you know, no lead is safe in the NBA. But in the battle of potential all-star point guards, Mo, Jalen Brunson, 34, Tyrese Halliburton, 15. I, I think, safe to say, Jalen Brunson well, won the battle. Well, yeah, I mean, one finished the game, the other one didn't. And I feel like that's an important factor there in, in, in that battle um, with all of that. I think the, I, I just want to focus again on just the inability to close. Because that's one of those things, you know, you, you build a lead, you need to be able to finish that game out. And when you look at the Knicks, did all right offensively, had a bad fourth quarter offensively. But in general, you know, Tibbs is going to be torturing people because they gave up 40 points in the third quarter. And I think that's something where he's probably going to be tossing and turning all night, if he sleeps at all, trying to figure out what happens. And I think that's the kind of stuff with the Knicks you got to be careful of. And R.J. Barrett had a great 
first three quarters, terrible fourth quarter. Yeah, and he always comes out hot against the Pacers for some reason, but uh, more about how you finish those games than how you start them. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. For Mo, I'm Dave. Mo, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.